You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hi, this is Sarah, and thank you so much for downloading this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, a podcast all about shedding our limiting labels and beliefs so we can lead fulfilling, meaningful, and purpose-filled lives. And I believe without a doubt, we are each capable of so much more than we can imagine. I got really excited as I learned more about today's guest, and I'm excited to share her with you. But first, I want to ask you to um, just pause for a minute, take a breath, and imagine that this story is about you. So you are someone who has a long and successful, and by long and successful, I'm talking about a 35-year career in the IT industry. You are 22 in, 22 years into a marriage and a partnership, and together you operate a 200-acre ranch. Life's moving along until you are confronted with a series of challenges that alter your life forever. You get let go from a major technology company. Your husband suddenly passes away. You have a battle with cancer and you have to close your ranch business. What would you do? It's a choice. And it's a choice that today's guest had to make very intentionally. Pat Alva Craker chose to step into her own journey to elation. And she realized along the way that she could inspire other women to their own feminine power and create a successful business and lifestyle. It wasn't easy, but as she moved forward and along the way, she also wrote a number one bestseller, Catherine's Quest, One Woman's Journey to Elation. So today, Pat is an intuitive business growth mentor coach who assists women tech entrepreneurs package their knowledge, become visible, increase their profits, and have their profits turn into a financial legacy. She travels the country and the world live and virtually. She assists women business owners and entrepreneurs alike to overcome any obstacle, stay heart-centered in the process, scale their business with ease and grace, and affirm their right to financial freedom while creating a life they love. So think about that package. If you got hit whammy after whammy, would you step in to your path of elation? So that's what Pat and I are going to discuss on today's podcast. So now with that, let's welcome our guest, Pat Alva Craker. Hi, Pat. Hey, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to our conversation. (laughs) Me too. But As with all my guests, I want to ask you to start by answering one question, and that is, is there something that you do every day that keeps you stepping toward your vision and stay aligned with 
joyful path and joyful success. Sarah, I do. I have a very powerful morning routine that I follow. And it is a mind, body, and soul routine that allows me to wake up energized by starting off with some really good movement and exercise, followed by meditation, and actually going within and asking, what's my next best step today? And just being open to receiving what the next best step for me is. I also journal, and I journal by asking myself three questions. What went well yesterday? What didn't go so well? And what will I do differently? So that each day I become a better version of Pat. That's a I, learning word. Uh, yeah, right? exactly. And I review my goals and I ask myself, okay, what are the, based on my goals, what are the three most important things that, that need to get done today? And I remind myself that one of my values is fun and I will have fun every day and I will step into that. And that process works for me. I've been doing it for many, many years now and it has really empowered me. It gives me a lot of energy. It centers me because I know that I have control of how I start and end my day. In the middle, it can be all chaos, but I can control how my morning starts and I wanted it to be a very empowering one. So before I ask you another question, just repeat those three things that you do because I think there are important takeaways. Yeah, in the the journaling, yes. So the journal is, is um, you know, we are our best teachers and that's why I came up with these three questions. What went well in my day so that we learn upon our successes? What didn't go so well? And what will I do differently? And if you go back and yeah, unravel that day through journaling. That's powerful. I know. And someone just asked me yesterday, what are the phrases that I use? Like when things are kind of going haywire and what are the phrases I use to come back to myself, my mental phrases? And I had to think about, I'm thinking, well, they're similar. It's like, okay, what, what's my purpose today? Mm -hmm. And if this is a whirlwind that has nothing to do with me or what I'm trying to do, there's an opportunity to let it go and, and step back. And like you, it's like, do I need to be caught up in this? But that whole thing of reflecting and improving um, is super powerful because we underestimate how much we've grown, I think, when we don't reflect about where were we, what choices did we make to change. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is so true. And I love, I love the affirmation and asking yourself that question, what's my purpose today? When my day gets chaotic, I remind myself that all is well in my world. All is well in my world. And just accept that everything is okay. It's going to work out okay because it's all intentional. Yep. Well, let's start at the point in your life where everything kind of started going upside down. Would you share a little bit about your personal journey to elation? Mm, yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'll start with the breast cancer. That was the first significant emotional event that um, I had to deal with. And I'm happy to say that I'm cancer thriver of 26 years. And what I learned in the process is in order to overcome this challenge, I had to better lead myself out of the situation. So what does that mean? 
What does that mean? So when I learned uh, that I had breast cancer on the drive from the hospital home, which was an hour, an hour to just really take in what had happened, I just asked my question, my, asked myself, what am I going to do about this? You know, how am I going to handle this? And I had already decided that I was going to heal myself. I said, I am going to heal myself from cancer. I'm going to take full responsibility and I'm going to heal myself from cancer. Um, I did go down the traditional path. I had chemo and radiation and I also incorporated meditation. I had energy work done. I used aromatherapy. I started journaling. And then I asked myself the key questions that I talked about today is what needs to be different? What needs to be different? This situation with cancer, it was not an accident. It's here to teach me something. What's the lesson that I need to learn? And one of those lessons was that I needed to incorporate more self-care. So when you go back to Louise Hay, Louise Hay's in her book, Healing Yourself, oh, yeah. Louise says that breast cancer is associated with overgiving and giving to others, giving to the business, the community, and that you're the last one on the list, my friend. And so how is that going to change for you? So when I started investigating, because I knew that there was there's an emotional and spiritual uh, understanding of the illness that ends up manifesting physically, and I wanted to understand that. So when I learned it's all about self-care, I was just overgiving, I really started to pivot and made different decisions about my career. Uh, really started saying no when uh, I would automatically just say yes. And I started really connecting with myself and paying more attention to what my body was trying to tell me health-wise and really spiritually, intuitively versus making all my decisions from the head because that's what I was taught. And I just really started connecting with myself and really started leading myself in the situation because I started better leading myself emotionally, physically, spiritually, and really from a mindset perspective, which is what the whole book is about, is how to lead yourself so you can come out out of any challenge or circumstance, wiser and stronger. And I followed my process. I'm here, I'm healthy, and I'm grateful. And yes, my career changed. I made some career changes. And and my husband and I started this 200-acre exotic animal ranch, and which was such a blessing because I learned that when we connect with human nature, the animals have so much to teach us if we just pay attention. Even if, it, even if it begins with your dog, your cat, you pay attention. They're teaching us all the time. And so, so it was an amazing experience for me and an, an experience that very few people actually get to live through of 22, 22 years of running an exotic animal ranch with all kinds of animals and just really tuning into what they need. My husband passed away and I was left running this ranch with a helper. I was working for corporate America and I had started my coaching business. And I had a good, really good friend of mine tell me, Pat, you're either going to crawl up in bed and die 
or you're going to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and get up and get going. Which one are you going to do, Pat? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put myself in the bootstraps and keep going. And so I did that. Was it challenging? Absolutely. But my helper at the time, Sarah, was in a wheelchair. So I have a ranch hand that's in a wheelchair. I'm working, you know, 50 hours a week and everything is fine until it rains, snows, or ices. And then he can't get his chair around our farm. And so I had to take a day off every time that happened. Every time the, the weather changed, I had to take a day off and I had to feed 400 animals by myself. And I can tell you, yeah, it was tiring and it was exhausting. And I can tell you that when I did it, just the love that I got from all my animals, just the understanding, the messages that um, they really, they, they wanted me to understand. Um, one example was we had paint donkeys and paint donkeys is a rare breed, really a rare breed of donkey. And we had 50 of them and I would go out there to check their feet, make sure, you know, anybody had a new baby and, you know, their eyes were bright. And as soon as I got among, among them, they would automatically circle me and just pour into me such love that I could feel and understand. And the message was, you're part of our community, you're part of our family, and we're going to help you. So and when you were working all of those hours and stepping up and having to step in, you know, especially when you had weather that made it prohibitive for your ranch hand to help, were you, did you ever have a thought like, you know what, this is really what I want to do. I don't want to be in a corporate grind. Or did you feel like um, something's out of whack and you need to make adjustments? Or did you just add it in and go, this is a temporary thing I'm going to adjust? Mm -hmm. uh, I did, I did do that. I had to sit back and say, what is it that I, that I really want to do? What was I meant to really do? And my passion has, has always been helping women. And I've taken all the lessons from, you know, running a ranch with my husband to, to help other women in their business. And I knew that there was a time that we would sell this ranch. I knew that there was a time that that would happen. I just never, I just never knew when. And when it happened, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to learn from the situation? And what do I really want to do? You know, am I, am I at a point where this particular experience, this chapter now has to come to a close because I'm being asked to step into a different role, a bigger role, a bigger, a role of greater impact. And that's how I, I took it. So I said, I'm going to take care of my animals. I'm going to learn what it takes to, sell property and sell this ranch and, and move on. And uh, I kept it for eight years after my husband passed away. And then, you know, began selling the animals, put the property for sale. And there's, there's, there's always a part of me that says, God, I wish I was around those animals because I really, really miss them. And I knew that in order to move forward, that chapter needed to close and I needed to learn how to detach. I needed to learn how to detach 
from the ranch. I needed to learn how to detach from the pain that I had as, uh, as experiencing the death of my husband in order for me to move on. Because I did that, I was open to another relationship. And I married a second time to an amazing man. And had I not been able to make that shift and close that chapter, I wouldn't have been open to receiving him in his life. Let me ask you, if there are, and I'm thinking about all the people you help, and particularly the women, right, because that's your passion. If there are challenges you notice that we have with detaching so that we can move from a past iteration of ourselves into what's yet to come. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, repeat your question. So are there particular sticking points that we have mm -hmm. when what we need to do is detach? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. How, how do we move through those? Yeah, so what happens is what I've taught women is, first of all, I, I teach different things when it comes to detachment. And one of those things is to actually write a letter to the person or the situation and be able to, what, to express whatever's going on within their heart in regards to that situation and let all that sadness or pain or sorrow, whatever that is, it's just to write it out. And at the end say, I now let go. And I ask them to take that letter and in a safe place, burn the letter. So I take them through a ceremony that allows them to detach. I also, when I work with them, I lead them to live a life of intention, which encourages you to live and encourages them to live in the present so that they have to bring their focus to the present because that's where the power is. When you're still hung, up, hung on, you still are hanging on to a situation, you're living your life in the past. It's like getting in the car and driving through the rearview mirror. That doesn't get you anywhere. So I ask them, do you, do you want to move forward? I encourage you to step into the present because that's where all the action and the power is within you to move you forward. So I teach them how to use the power of intention, which is one of the practices that I have in my book. And I ask them to lay out mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, what it is, what outcome do they want of a specific situation? And then I ask them to detach and just say, this or something better will come to me. So I, I teach them how to practice detachment every day. That's powerful. That's very powerful. So I think I understand from the story you've shared maybe a little bit about what helped you become a wealth builder, strengths coach, and a mm -hmm. business strategist. But those are my assumptions. So talk to us about what led you to that direction. You know, uh, I appreciate that question. Um, for me, I've always had the, uh, the, the, uh, the passion to move women forward. And I became, through the experiences with the cancer, through uh, the death of my husband and being laid off, all those added a level of clarity of where I wanted to be. And through that level of clarity, I learned, I began, I began to really step into my life through intention and creating what it is that I want. And then leveraging 
everything that I was learning, leveraging the profits, leveraging my resources, leveraging my time. And that's what I teach women. So I, I help them increase their profits, become more productive as a person, and increase the, the performance of their teams. And then I say, then I ask them, do you want to leverage the money you just made? Let me tell you, let me share with you three different ways that you can leverage and make more money with your money because I went through that process myself. So my second business is that of a real estate private lender. So I fund women who are investors and need money to fund their remodels of the homes that they're buying and reselling. And it's proven to be a very profitable business for me that I can actually teach to other women. So I, as I've learned and leveraged my income, I said, why not teach other women how to leverage their income so they can build wealth, greater sense of wealth, and um, leverage what they know and what they have. So is there um, a couple of examples of women you've worked with that you're just thinking, so here's an example of someone a little different than me who took that knowledge about leveraging and they've shifted their life and it was this and now it's this. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, absolutely. So I do have a lady that worked for corporate, worked for corporate America. She, for the sake of conversation, I'll call her Mary. So Mary was a VP and she was ready to take, to make that transition. And the reason she was ready was because she felt not all of who she was, was actually really being taken advantage of. She was put in this box like corporate does. They put you in this box. You know how to do this well, and we just want you to continue to do this well. And I'm, and she's like, I know other stuff. I can make it. I can get you. And after a while, you feel like, you know, and she felt like she was uh, dying on the vine. And I said, well, let's help you make that transition to where you're doing um, what you love and you're tapping into all of who you are in that process. So I helped her open her business and she started leadership coaching and then also said, well, I'm, I'm taking my, I'm now exiting and pulling my money into um, a fund that I can actually, a self-directed IRA. How can you help me do something with this? And I said, well, my husband and I do deals all the time and we're always looking for other partners. So if you want to be a partner in this, the next deal that comes up, you can put a certain percentage of that deal in as your, your portion and then we'll put in the other portion. And then this way you're making double digit returns on your money. And she said, okay. So that's a very different approach to leveraging resources than um, working to get paycheck right? yes um, but really working for her own freedom and flexibility as well as financial security mm, absolutely how do you incorporate your um, you know all your experience that you have in IT and project management real estate and Reiki mm -hmm. into your work Reiki Reiki how do you Reiki Reiki, Reiki yes and I learned ended up I ended up learning Reiki uh, during my journey, my healing journey, because I wanted to be able to heal myself. So uh, I said, what can I, what else can I do to learn how to heal myself? And I knew that energy medicine was uh, an area that I loved. And so that's, I ended up learning Reiki because I wanted to learn how to heal myself. 
And, and what I do is I've taken all of this knowledge and I, I run masterminds with women that where they come in with one specific thing that they want to get done. And sometimes that one thing is a very complex project and they don't, they're not project managers by trade. And I was, so I can help them come in and say, okay, let's lay out this project for you and just run, you know, let's lay it out by date, by time, by who, who needs to do what. And then you manage that project going forward. And every time we meet, I'm just going to, you give me an update and I'll help you tweak the management of that project. I do VIP sessions, which means women can come and work with me for five hours. And because I am a strategist and have corporate background and all my, on my background, I can sit and say, okay, let's develop a strategy. What, what one thing do you want to work on? Usually it's, I want to, I want to lay out next year's strategy. And so for those five hours, I just pour into them, into developing that strategy, learning how to market themselves, laying out the plan, and then teaching them where they're going to leverage their resources throughout their year so that they can reach the goals that they want. That's powerful. What do you love most about your work? I love when I see the women getting to their end goal and that in the process, I see them grow within because I believe that the success of our career, our life, and our business all comes from the inside. And I see them develop spiritually, physically, mentally, and just to see that transformation is, is so, um, it's, it's amazing. And I feel uh, that I'm in the right place at the right time. What do you think from your client's perspective is something like they come to you, they know you're a strategist, they know you have all of this mm -hmm. um, ability, right? What's something you, they have come away with said, I had no idea that I, this would transform me in this way. In this What's, way. Yeah. So... Because I, I focus on IT, in the culture, we're programmed to make our decisions from a data perspective, the numbers. Okay, so what does the data say that this, that this requires us to go down A, path A versus path B? What does the data, what do the numbers say? And so we get programmed that that's the only way we make decisions. But what I teach them is that, yes, Data is important. The, the logical side of you is important. And so is your intuition. So is making your decisions from within here, from your heart. So we can blend these two and move you forward from this space. And they don't come to me to learn how to do that. And I teach them how to really align with who they are and to trust themselves by trusting the decisions that are within their intuition and within their heart and not above the neck. Have you always been connected intuitive, intuitively to your own heart? Mm -hmm. I have always, I, yes, I, and I didn't know it. I didn't, I didn't know it. So I, I am very intuitive. And as, um, when I was in middle school, it, my friends started seeing, they had boyfriends and, and in high school and they would, you know, have these, we would have these conversations and they would have these boyfriend problems. And I don't know if he's going to call me and I don't know if this is going to happen. And I would just kind of tap in and then I would just come up and say, oh, yeah, he's going to call you. This is what's going to happen. And 
it just came out of me like second nature. And so I would tune in and I would give in my advice and go, this is what I think is going to happen. And I would see that that would happen more and more and more and more. And I have had that actually that particular ability to really see and feel um, what is happening with a person and began to really start bringing that into my, into my business more and more. So there was a time where corporate, where I just kind of shut that down because corporate didn't really value that. But when I saw that that was missing, I said, it's time for me to really start combining the two. And one of my coaches finally said, when are you going to come out of the closet and start reusing this skill set in your business? And so now I'm, you know, when those things come and, and I feel them or I sense them or I hear them, you know, I'll share, I'll share that share that into that handling, I share it freely, where before I, I would have been more reserved about it. That's a very powerful contribution to make to someone or with someone alongside. So let's talk about your book. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. yeah, talk a bit about your book and um, how it really can help readers achieve their joyful success. Yes, journey to relation. This book is a parable about a gal who loses her marriage. Her husband has an affair with his secretary. She loses her business and home. And so she's at a point of despair. She goes, oh, my God, what am I going to do from here? And the, my book and my musings, if you will, show women how to better lead themselves through obstacles and challenges. And throughout the book, I teach specific practices. I ask very deep questions that will help you really start creating a, a set of tools. And in the process of reading the book, you transform. You become a more powerful, more empowered uh, woman that can lead themselves from a different place, from an emotional place, a physical a mindset place and then have the tools going forward so that whatever happens you know you're going to be able to come out on the other side and do these tools so say a woman's going through this and her partner wants to go through it with her um is are these tools applicable to all genders yes the tools are yes absolutely can apply to any person okay. at any level any stage of life Nice. Under any circumstance, they sounded like they might be valuable, and that yeah. the person who needs them will will understand them. Yes, absolutely. To embrace them. So, what do you have um, more writing coming up? Can you talk to us about? I think you said you just had a new co-authorship happen. Yes, I do have a new co-authorship. Uh, the book is called "The Gift of the Universe Through Women That Lead," and I am one of twenty-four amazing women contributing uh, to this book with their story and the lessons that they want to share. So my book, my chapter, if you will, is The Secret to Success is Self-Leadership. So it combines the natural tie-in to Catherine's quest, One Woman's Journey to Relation. And I do, in that chapter, teach two techniques to help women really become, uh, become a better leader, to lead themselves better. Because when you know how to lead yourself, through the circumstance, then you can lead a team better. You can lead your family better. And you end up creating a life that you truly love and desire. And so I just took a snippet 
of that of Catherine's quest and built it into uh, the gift of the universe through women who lead. And it's available, available through Amazon. Now. That's available now. It's available now through Amazon. All right. So yeah. now my last question about your books is, do you plan on writing another one? So a follow-up to Catherine's quest. Yes. There is going to be, there are two of the books that are, that are going to be part of the Catherine's quest sequence. And I haven't decided what the second one is, but I know what the third one is. And the third one is teaching women how to prepare to transition, to transition. One of the conversations that as women we don't have and don't want to have is about death, how to transition, how to prepare ourselves from a mind, body, and soul perspective. Uh, I've seen, you know, through the last year and a half, the loss of many, many friends and family, and I saw how differently everyone did it. And I said, what if I could help women, help them through that transition, help them prepare so that they're at peace when that time comes, that they're calm, they're at peace, they're accepting, and they have their things in order when that day, when that day comes. It's going to happen to all of us. And let's stop hiding that conversation. Let's stop hiding or keeping away from having that conversation when we know if we had it, we would be a lot more calmer, we would relax into the situation, and you would um, you would be better prepared at all levels. So that's one of the books we're talking about death and dying. Yeah, and I think also, so first of all, let me say when you're ready to talk about that book, please let me know. I'd love to have you back for an interview on it. But okay. I also think thinking through and understanding those pieces and accepting that it's going to happen and not just being freaked out about it, but just going, this, there's a way to prepare, which, by the way, I don't know that I know all you know, so I do want to know more. But it also lets you be more present now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it's kind of a life enhancer to do that work. I totally agree with you. Sarah, it is. It can be very profound and create a shift and have you really enjoy and be in your, in your point of your stage of your choice of happiness and elation. Because elation, many people ask me, what is elation? And I say, elation is beyond happiness. And we have a choice of being happy and beyond happy every day versus being in fear or worry which are things that we really can't control um, and don't really serve us in any way. When, you're, when you make a decision, I'm going to be happy today and living your, living your life every day like that, to me, that is one example of success. It's to wake up saying, my definition of success is waking up happy every day. And I just want to underscore what you said is it's a choice. The choice. Our circumstances can be really difficult and challenging, and we can still choose our mindset. And who um, said, just can't help. I always think about this. Something will stop it. Ch choose a different movie to play in your mind. Yeah. Exactly. And make it up. Just make it up. What the heck? Exactly. I love it. And we're always at choice. We can, we, we can choose every moment. And it's, it's one of those, what do I prefer to experience today? That's another way of asking that question. What would I prefer to experience today? 
And when I, and for me, because I, you know, I'm not any different than anybody else. Sometimes I wake up and I think this might be a tough day. And I'm thinking, okay, so I have this woman that I admire, who's me in my best self, right? And I'm going, so what would she do? I'm thinking, well, she wouldn't be even asking this question, like what's going to go wrong. I, she'd be getting up and put paste a smile on her face and just be confident that it's all going to work out as it should and have an attitude of it. So it's, but it's, it is a choice and it's a choice that happens like that. Yes, absolutely. So Pat, what is the best way for people to connect with you? I am on social media and I have my own website. So it's called, my website is MajesticCoachingGroup.com. I have a social media, um, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn under Majestic Coaching Group and under Pat Alba Krieger. So I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, I'm now on Clubhouse, which is one of the newest platforms. And, you know, I encourage anyone who's read the book that if they want to have a session and talk about the book and how it pertains to them, that your readers can easily go to my website and request a strategy session and we can have a discussion around the book. That's very cool and very generous. Very generous. So listeners, two things. Get Pat's book. I'm going to order it as soon as we're done with this call um, or this interview rather. You can tell that I'm on calls frequently as well. Um, and then reach out to Pat after you've done it and have a deeper conversation about you and what you learned. So Pat, any final parting words before we close down this interview? My parting words would be that you can overcome any circumstance or situation in your life by learning how to, how to better lead yourself from a mindset perspective, from an emotional perspective, physical perspective, and that it's always a choice whether you oh, live a happy life or not. Thank you very much, Pat. And to all our listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast. And I really want to encourage you, if you enjoyed this episode with Pat and you know that there's someone else, just think about it for a minute. You're thinking, oh, I know so-and-so would really value this information. Please share this episode. You can do it by forwarding a social media post or a direct link to the episode, but help us reach more people with this, not only inspiring, but very practical path to being more fully who you are without labels or limits about what's possible in your life. Because like Pat said, it is a choice. So with that, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.